Hi, I'm Danny Murphy, and welcome back to Virtual Reality, where me and Evan Real spill all the reality TV news and gossip, and get ready to listen to our full, unedited interview with one of your favorite reality TV stars. Hannah and Slus, welcome to Virtual Reality. Danny and I are so pumped to have you on because we know that you are a big fan of all things reality TV and Bravo. So we're excited to get your take on everything. But you are somewhat of a reality TV legend yourself. Of course, you come from the Bachelor world. You were such an icon. I mean, even Kim Kardashian and Lady Gaga were standing over you when you were on the show. So thank you for gracing us with your presence for real. <laughs> Oh, gosh. Well, thank you guys for hyping me up. Uh, I'm not used to that. <laughs> uh, it's very well deserved because literally Evan found a tweet from Lady Gaga while promoting her new song talking about you, which like not yeah. every person on reality shows get. That was unreal. That was unreal. But thankfully, that was like the one and only time where I wasn't edited. So like I finally got to be seen and heard and just a little bit more truth was actually like being shown. So I was thankful for that. I mean, a lot of times you would think like, oh, you're going on live television. Like if you mess up, I was like, no, I'm ready for this. Like I'm ready for like the truth and for my actual self to not be botched. <laughs> you know? Her performance on After the Final Rose is truly what reality TV dreams were made of. When you look back on that After the Final Rose situation, like what are your thoughts and reflections and like you must be so proud of that 2020 version of Hannah Ann. Yeah, yeah. It was crazy leading up to it. I think back of like how did I get through that time where there was so much pressure and like I'm a rule follower so like I never spoke about what actually happened and like having to conceal all of that is very not normal or natural and or really even good for your mental health so just pushing myself to that day it was like a day where I can actually like we're even like my extended family and friends could actually hear the truth you know just having that release was like the most amazing moment and I was so like just happy that it was going to be a moment where nothing was going to be edited like what I said there was going to be the truth and that was the best part of it all and after going through an experience like that too I wonder just how it affects relationships and your because like you were in the public eye and everyone was watching you go through dating and everything like that. And now obviously we see you with your lovely man, but is, did it change anything about how you want to, what you want to show or share? Are you kind of like, I'm an open book, you guys, like I'm going to tell you everything. Or are you kind of like a little bit more selective and like, oh, I want to keep my relationship and something more close to heart? I'm more of an open book just mm -hmm. because, I mean, you, everyone's kind of already seen it all, you know, <laughs> and moving forward from the show, I could, you know, having a platform, I could actually like share like more realness versus mm -hmm. things being so like, you know, um, planned or organized. And um, so I was more open to it. But when I started getting into dating, like not all guys are really open to that, you know, like they're, they might not feel very comfortable and then when I started like dating around, I was like, well, there are people out there that you see you that are just more interested into you because you've been on a TV show. And you like, I never thought dating guys would even know what the show is or even be curious or wanting to like be in articles with you. But 
they are like there's a lot of like guys are just as thirsty as girls are and once I started kind of like exercising myself like dating I was like I actually kind of want to lean more towards like the private side so like one of the reasons why like me and my fiance hit it off was because he didn't ask about the show on our first date like mm. never asked me anything and I was like hmm like he waited till like the third or fourth date which was like thumbs up for me Yeah. I mean, how did you start to suss out those red flags as you were figuring out the dating situation after the show? Because as you said, you didn't realize that all these dudes were so thirsty. Like, what, like, how did you sort did you like make a checklist? Like, okay, if they asked me about The Bachelor on the first date, if they asked me to tag them in an Instagram story, like, how did how did you figure that out? It was more so like making sure, yes, exactly. Like following kind of, in my mind, I kind of had like, I went on so many dates with guys. I kind of had to learn to have like new discernment and intuition. It's just like a vibe you get, you know, Mm -hmm. like some guys are, they're just like innocent. They're like, oh, so how was it? But if they're like really asking questions or like really wanting to take pictures with you and send it to Snapchat on their friends, you're like, oh, wait, this is not like this doesn't seem as genuine as I thought it would be. So just making sure or just catching on to it. Obviously, you know, you have to go through many frogs to get to your prince. <laughs> yeah. Well, we love one. that you found your prince because Jake, he is, he's a cutie and uh, he's a football player and he seems like he's really in love with you. You seem like you're really in love with him. It just seems like this perfect Cinderella story for you after going through your tumultuous bachelor experience, after kissing all these thirsty frogs, after that experience. And now you have this <laughs> upcoming wedding. You're getting you're getting married in 2024, right? Yes. Yeah, we're getting married this off season. I'm really excited about it. Jake is more, we're like a great balance because he's very private, but he's also like really encouraging and will give me ideas for social media. He just doesn't exactly like, care to like be in the middle of it like he kind of lets me do my thing and I encourage him to do his thing so it's like a really good like healthy balance I feel like I kind of love that because it's you both are like supporting each other you're like I'm not in your stuff but I want you to succeed because I feel that's also the partnership that you guys have built together where it's like you both know you're in each other's corners and I feel because you both are in like intense situations both being in the public eye that must be very appreciative to have too Yes, yes, it is. It's like relaxing to know that. And now because I don't know that much about football. I feel like, but how, like, I feel what I do know is the football fans, they're kind of as intense as Bravo fans, Mm -hmm. as Bachelor fans. Does that fandom carry over to the WAGs? Like, do they get, like, do fans of teams get like, oh, I don't want that person dating it. Like, do you know what I mean? Do they get protective over the players at all? Like, did you experience that? Very much so. The fans are, I mean, they're like diehard fans. I mean, they're spending two, three, you know, $300 a ticket to show up and they want to see a team win. So uh, with Jake's like football, I tend to be like more on the private side with like everything going on with that. I mean, I let, I, I give people updates. I let them know, but I have learned that like when you're sharing so much of your football life, you're opening up like a can of worms. <laughs> like Just because people are so harsh and his schedule and like the life is already so demanding. Like I don't want like my social media adding on to like any sort of like distraction. Like I just want him to be focused on the game and not have like all these people's opinion like I've been tagged like in the craziest stuff and one thing I've learned is never respond to the haters when it comes to football like like one time I was like going on there like trying to argue with someone Jake's like no like you can't 
because like this is just all part of it people are always coming after you if you get released or you're on a new team or you know you didn't catch the ball like everyone's like always like even like the best players they still get hate what is the wildest thing you've heard from a football fan sliding into your dms Mm -hmm. or sending you some hate on social media i can't imagine like what they would actually say like how do they find a problem with you yeah well one thing that i didn't know of from my little bit of football knowledge when I started dating Jake is how often these guys move around. I had no idea. Like you have your superstars They, you know, the organizations have spent millions and millions of dollars on you. You're like the face of their franchise. Then you have all the other guys and they're constantly being bounced around. Um, it's very like transactional on like a daily basis. So Jake has been on multiple different teams, which uh, has been really fun and like such a whirlwind. But like a lot of people will take that as something that should be upset. I should like me maybe being upset or disappointed or like oh he sucks and it's just like it's not like that like this is the nature of the business and like we're fine he's still in it and any kind of like that's what something that's been really surprising to me is people just going out of their way to like knock them down I'm like like you are only knocking yourself down <laughs> and also coming at you with something where you're like yeah I've already discussed that with him like we're mo- like it's part of a jo- like a lot of people it's also yeah. funny a lot of jobs that people have require them to move around a lot too. So it's not yeah. like the most insane thing. It's just that he, it's done publicly for him. Right, right. It's all part of it. You know, you can't change that. Right. And I feel like people don't realize, you know, how much it takes to be, a, you know, we call it a wag. Um, I don't know if you would necessarily identify with that label, but, you know, it really takes a, a strong level of support of commitment. I'm sure that you love being part of this football world, but it can't always be easy. Like what would you say is the most challenging part of, you know, dating one of the players who does move around a lot? Like how, how do you sort of like cope with that? And and how have you become accustomed to this new lifestyle as you, you know, figure out how you're going to build a future together? Right. I will say being a part of the NFL, it takes two people both being in it. Because there's times like, you know, a couple months ago when he was with the Colts, he got a call that he got released and we had to pick up and move within 24 hours. Like Jake left that night and I was left with our house in Indiana, furniture, clothes. I had to pack it up all myself and be down in Miami. Like it was like that. Like I had just gone to the grocery store. I just got stuff from Whole Foods. I was like about to make a TikTok. And he's like, hey, I've been released, got picked up by the Dolphins. I got to get to the airport. And I'm like, oh, um, that stuff is like, it's a lot on me, you know, um, to like have to like drop everything. And like, you know, I had friends there. I loved Indiana. Like you kind of just have to not be attached to anyone or any place. You just have to be willing to like pick up and go. Have you have you gotten any advice from any of the other like uh, girlfriends or wives from players? Like, do they, is there, is it kind of mm-hmm. just, you learn as you go or do they give you tips of like how to settle in better or anything like that? Mm-hmm. And then on the flip side too, do you feel because everybody knows those are the ropes, like every new city, like they're more welcoming? Yeah. What's really nice about moving around so much is that you enter into like a direct community. Like, so even if I've never been to the city or don't know anyone, I enter into a community. And most of the time, like everyone's been super welcoming to me. Like, 
everyone's like reached out. And so they've always like offered like support, like, oh, this is where I go to the doctors or this is where we live or here's like a good Airbnb place to, you know, spend a month here. And so they've all have like talked to me about like never get too high on the highs or too lows on the lows mm. because it is like this, like one, like one week, you might not be on teams the next week. You're like scoring a touchdown on a Super Bowl winning team. Like it's, constant ups and downs so you can't get too disappointed or even like too upset if something happens yeah well do you know what we love is that one girl who has entered this new wags community is none other than superstar taylor swift what is your reaction as someone who is part of this nfl wags uh club to the taylor travis pandemonium that is just sweeping I'll, I'll say the world not just yeah. america oh like, yeah I feel like people, the people in italy are watching the nfl now because oh, of yeah. swift so what, what any thoughts feelings opinions i was so excited when i first saw it i was like this can't be real like this is just the perfect storm and then when i actually saw the picture of her in the stadium in the box i just feel like that picture is such an iconic moment in the nfl because that was when like oh it's been confirmed, you know, I just think it's so cool just to see such two diehard fan bases, you know, the Chiefs NFL or even just NFL fans and then Taylor Swift, like her Swifties, like both coming together. I think it's just it's huge. It's like the biggest thing I think we've seen in pop culture in a long time. Truly. And I feel also there's even some new things for Taylor Swift to happen because usually she's used to going to stadiums. And everyone there is loving her. But now she realizes sometimes she has to go to stadiums where she's rooting for the team that it's not the home team. So yeah. she was just getting booed left and right, not because she's Taylor Swift, but because she's representing the Chiefs. What advice, like, could you give her any advice for entering, like, for entering her wagdom that you might be like, okay, Taylor, I know you're a Grammy winning pop star, but take out your pen and paper. I think something that's really cool. I think the coolest part, well, one of the coolest parts is that I like seeing her hang out with the other girls from the Chiefs because I think that has to be so refreshing for her because I'm sure her whole life she's around pop stars and to be around like other women that are in the same situation as her, you know, that must be like, like such a cool common ground that she's been able to meet with other women. Cause I'm sure when you're like such a big superstar, it's hard to meet genuine friends. Yeah. So I like seeing that. I would just say, you know, really uh, take the time to get to know everyone, you know, or get to know like your core group of friends, because that's what like really makes the experience even extra special is when you have like that extra support um, throughout the season. Yeah, totally. I mean, you're an engaged girly. It seems like there are all these rumors that Taylor and Travis are about to enter their engaged era. Do you have any tips and tricks for someone who is about to get engaged to uh, an NFL oh. star? Oh, yeah. <laughs> well, usually engagements, what Jake's told me, happens in the off season. Because okay. last season, I was like, I want to get engaged. He's like, well, typically guys get engaged during the off season. You know, it's like not the best look, you know, so definitely off season is like we're all of the and it's fun because like our friends during the off season, we're like, OK, who's getting engaged? Who's getting married? So all that usually typically happens during the off season. So really with like football season, you have to plan it around like football, like everything is about football. You have to wait. So we're waiting until um, the off season for it. So we will have been engaged for a little, like a year and a half. Oh, I like that. Well, it's, I feel also off season, probably just easier for scheduling and everything like that. 
But yeah. then do the wives have to go, like, do they plan, like, their, or do they try to plan, like, their pregnancies around the off-season, everything, too? Or is that more we can't yeah. really, that's just up to fate? <laughs> I I, I have heard a comment about that. And I'm like, well, I guess some people get lucky like that. No. <laughs> yeah. How is wedding planning going though? Like, are, do you know where you're doing it? Like what's the, is it, is it hard to plan such a big event when your man is, you know, busy dealing with football? Like, I mean, is Jake helping out? Like what's the, what's the situation? Yeah. The thing is, Jake wants to be involved. He wants to be involved in like everything, but he's so busy. Their schedules are so demanding. Um, and so we, thankfully we booked, uh, we're we're doing like a secret location for the summer for our wedding uh, over in Europe. And I'm super excited about it. Uh, I'm like taking him away. Yes. <laughs> he, he hasn't been to like, well, other than going to Frankfurt for the Colts game this past year, he hasn't really experienced Europe or been there really. So this will be like his first time. So I'm very excited. And then we're having like a big party um, in Miami where we live. And so I just kept it like pretty simple just because my mind during the football season, aside from like my work and then him, like moving around is like, it sucks the life out of you. You yeah. know, like if trying to plan anything has just been such a hassle. So I'm keeping it like really simple and um, we're really looking forward to it. Oh, oh my god also getting to show him europe too that's just gonna be like heaven oh oh yes yes very excited for it yeah we'll do like our honeymoon over there too have you picked out like the the dress and like the fun stuff yet yes i have yeah i picked out one of my dresses actually in indiana um it was like a local place there so i was excited just to like support them because i love like local you know businesses especially in indiana they have a special place in my heart and um, so yeah the fashion i'm like really like going hard in for january i'm like i really got to plan out like every little thing oh my god i love that i also love that just you know uh you know four years later which you know time really like fly i don't know if it's gone by fast for you but it feels like just yesterday yeah. the bachelor season was airing um, does it feel like, like, would you believe, would you have believed that you had found your, your Prince Charming, the the one just four years later after that bachelor experience? Yes. Cause I manifested it. <laughs> yes. Yes. Love, love manifesting. How, how'd you do this? <laughs> yeah. I'm taking notes. I, no, I, I just, I manifested it. Like the life I have now, like I always knew there was like, so I would meet someone and it would just like enter me into a whole new world, whole new friendships, whole new, like different pace of life. And I always just knew that deep down it did. Yeah. It take longer than what I expected, but I look back on it now. And what's really funny is I used to always like pray like, God, please send me like a good person. Like, please, like, I don't know what I've ever done wrong. Not to like meet like someone, you know, like all I wanted is to bake muffins for someone, you know, like I was like a hopeless I just felt hopeless and and like the love game, you know? And what's funny is Jake is a year and a half younger than me. And so the reason why God never brought him to my life earlier is because he was in college. (laughs) (laughs) But he was waiting. He was there on the He was at frat parties. Um, And then me and my friends, we joke, we're like, that's why it took a while because he was off in college. And so when he got drafted by the LA Rams, that's where we met. He found me on, he was just scrolling through TikTok. Thank you to the algorithm. I was like always posting like thirst traps, you know, cause I was single, you know, like it was a little bit less baking, more like, you know, cute little 
lip sync videos. I would not do that now. (laughs) And he saw me, he messaged me. And then we just kind of like hit it off. Like two days later, we were on a date. And then two weeks later, our parents had met. So. Wow. When you know, you know. Yes. Wait, and I also wonder, were you always like, when you were looking, dating, kissing the frogs, were you always someone like, did you always like think you wanted to like go to like an older man? And then you're like, who's this boy year and a half? Or were you, was yeah. age nothing? Was, or was that something that you thought about? I always had like dated guys a little bit older than me, but never like a blonde and never someone younger. So he really came out of the blue because I was like, you're younger, you're blonde. And I remember like, I didn't wear like a sexy outfit on the first date. I wore like a very, you know, just like a nice dress, like did my hair really quick. Cause I just, I wasn't, I didn't really think anything of it, you know? And then like we hit it off and then I still was kind of a little hesitant cause I just wanted to like get to know like his intentions, you know? And then about two weeks before both of our families were meeting and I just told him, I was like, Hey, like, I'm not the kind of girl you like like, I'm not having anyone waste my time. Like, I'm like the finish line girl, you know, like I'm the girl that's like who you have at your finish line. I'm no, I'm like nothing more than, I'm nothing less than that, you know? And he was like, oh, wait. And I was like, yeah, like if you want to like get serious with me, like I need to be the only girl. And he was like, okay. So, wow. Yeah. <laughs> and then I told him, I told him like I was seriously date, like I was going to date for marriage. Like I was very serious about that because I wanted because I knew he was a little bit younger and I was like, like I'm not like rushing down the altar by any means, but like I wanted him to know like this is where I'm at in life. I've been through a lot, and these are my intentions. So what's yours, you know? And I was just very like honest and upfront with him, and it really worked in our relationship because he's a little bit younger than me, so I'm kind of like the boss. No joking. Okay. So that after the final rose energy never left you. You you held <laughs> no. that. Wow. Yeah, I, I, I held onto it. Yeah, I, I always had it. It was just never really seen. <laughs> yeah. Is that is amazing. Oh well, I just I love that you are now full fledged into this reality TV world, Hannah Ann. So Danny and I are going to shift the conversation a little bit right now, and we're going to get your takes on all that's been going on in the Bravo verse, the reality TV world this past year. You know, before Danny hopped onto the Zoom, you and I were just saying like 2023 has been buck wild with this reality TV news from Scandaval to Mauricio and Kyle breaking up to Carl, Lindsay, like I, like our heads were spinning the entire year. So I guess we can just start with what was your biggest shock for this? Like what sort of just like rocked your world in terms of like reality TV news this year? Oh, I mean, Kyle Richards getting or or being separated. I've watched her, you know, over 10 years now. Mm -hmm. I met her briefly out in LA. I remember after the show, I'll never forget this. She wrote me a very nice handwritten letter and I had it on my fridge for the two years I lived in that apartment. Wait, I had it on my fridge. Was she watching you on? Yeah, it was. Yes. She had watched me something along those lines. Yeah, she had watched me. I think gave her like she was like, I'll send you some of the clothes or whatever. And she wrote me a handwritten letter, and I had that on my fridge for over two years. It just meant someone took the time to like write something to me. That is very sweet. Do you remember sort of what it said? Like, what was the message? It it was just very like nice. It was just a very like, here's some of the clothes, you know, supporting you. It was just, it was very like, it was just very sweet. It just rocked my world knowing that like someone like her took the time. So like oh, write me something. Wait, that is nice. Also, I love that like 
all the icons were paying very close attention to you from Gaga to Kim Kardashian to Kyle Richards. Oh, Richards. Like, everyone was tuned into yeah. the Hannah Jones show. That must feel so insane for you. Like, you're yeah. from pop superstars to, like, reality TV legends. Like, the, the world was captivated. Yeah, it's such a, like, it's bizarre looking back on that because it was only, like, a week or two later, COVID hit. Yes. And I just felt like everything kind of just went dark after that. It was like really bright and fun. And then it just got dark and locked down. It was just wow. such a weird time. I, I, I'm, I always am curious what would have happened if the COVID lockdown would have never happened. You know, mm-hmm. like what would have like everyone's life been like? What would have my life been like? I mean, because I just have... It certainly would have been different. Was there any opportunities or things you were really excited about? That because like it was right after all of that that you were like, oh, I can't wait to do this. Oh, now that doesn't exist anymore because I'm locked in my yeah. house. I I had a lot of jobs lined up for yeah. like after the show, a lot of travel, a lot of big jobs, and they all got canceled. They all, yeah, yeah, they all got canceled, and I was like, what is going on? Like, um, such a weird time. It's so but you know what? Everything does happen for a reason. And I bet if you just like sat down and like meticulously retraced your mm-hmm. steps, I bet you something happened along the line because of the COVID situation that ultimately was a defining moment in leading you to Jake. Do you know what I mean? Like everything is so interconnected. So I feel like, and, and like you said, you were manifesting it. So like every everything, whether you knew it or not, the universe had an intention for you and look at where you are today. Oh, yeah. Yeah. It's really like during that COVID period was when I tapped into sharing on social media, like my cooking and my baking, because I had no idea people would ever even be interested in that. And so I know if COVID would have never happened, I would have been out every night. I just I wouldn't have been locked down at home and took in the time to like really find myself and find my brand. Wait, before I get back to reality TV and Kyle and Mauricio, you talking about baking did just remind me during uh lockdown i did make your pink pound cake um for my 30th birthday <laughs> that's what we had for my 30th birthday and it was really delicious it was really good hannah so, oh my gosh that's so funny i forgot about that yeah. <laughs> i've never turned on my oven so i can't make any of your recipes but if i ever learn how to bake i will yes yeah it's fun <laughs> i know okay. people say it's fun i just like i feel like i get like so overwhelmed by everything that i'm just like yeah. i need to like sit in a corner it is overwhelming, but <laughs> have that like fluffy pink pound cake in front of you're like, oh my god, I accomplished this, and it tastes so good. Like Danny, we we're we're gonna make a pink pound cake together one day. Okay, well, I think we'll just fly to Miami and do it. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. Oh, yeah. 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 Just okay. come here, or, or maybe I'll ship you guys some. <laughs> well, I mean, if we go to Miami, are we gonna be sitting with Gertie or Larsa when we join you? How are you feeling about their feud? Oh, their feud. Um, I I feel for. Gertie because she's I mean the stress of being on a reality tv show and then also going through what she has you know with her health I can't imagine also being a mom wife working and then you're, you have all these cameras in your face you know yeah. I feel for Gertie so so much um it's almost like hard to watch because you're you're watching real life on yeah. tv but I also I love just how confident and fun Larsa is as well and her Marcus seemed really really happy yeah, they do seem really yeah. happy. I think that Marcus, he honestly seems like such a, a really sweet, nice guy. And I hope that maybe the more time Larsa spends with Marcus, maybe it'll soften her up a little bit to not yeah. make some of the mistakes she's made in her friendship with Gertie. Yeah. Because the thing that just killed me and Danny, and I, I feel like we both agree on this, is when 
Gertie was like, I have breast cancer. And Larsa's like, well, how do you know? Like, Larsa, come on now. Yeah. Like, no. you don't yeah. just ask someone that. Yeah. Yeah. Like, she obviously knows. She wouldn't be uh, just saying that. Telling you. She's yeah. Doctor. Now, now that you are in Miami, I know you're uh, heading back to L.A. soon. But would you ever consider being a housewife? Like, could we see you on Real Housewives mm-hmm. of Miami or Beverly Hills one day? Like, would mm-hmm. would that style of reality TV ever interest you? Definitely. It would just have to interest my fiance. Okay, okay. We can manifest it. Yeah, yeah. Let's just start manifesting it now. Maybe me holding, I don't know. What What? what do they hold in Miami? A pina colada? A mojito. Yeah. A mojito. <laughs> a mojito or a diamond? Uh, mojito, probably. Mojito. Well, I know that Well, you're friendly with Kyle Richards. I don't know. She, she could help yeah. you get a one day <laughs> oh my gosh that would just be i iconic i i'm definitely like open to it i think like i'm very comfortable on camera i think it would be cool to actually be on a show where they're in your life versus yeah. the bachelor you have like no phone you're away from family you're away from your life your job your passions your hobby so like actually being on a show where it's like my life and who i am would be like interesting to see play out and do you feel Oh, I was just going to say, we haven't had that Bachelor to Housewives crossover yet. Mm-hmm. Although I know that they have tapped Bachelor girls before, you mm-hmm. know, potentially like maybe get some interest, see what the situation was. I know that like Rachel Lindsay was approached and her sister was even approached. Oh, and yeah. I'm pretty sure that Ali Fedotowski has been approached at some point. So it seems like mm-hmm. it could happen eventually. Uh, how would it feel to be the first Bachelor girl to to make the crossover? Would you be willing to sort of t- take that honor and, and be the one to lead the charge? Yeah, I, d- I definitely would. I, I'm i telling you guys, I am a huge Housewife fan. I watch Andy. Like, I think Andy's awesome. I would love to meet him one day. I think it's more so for, like, getting my fiancé on board. And I feel like that's a lot of the problem with all of these Housewives is, you know, the women can feel more confident, but it's, like, the man having them you know, kind of get more confident and come not confident, but like comfortable in front of the cameras and like having that a part of your life. Cause I do know reality TV, like complete, like brings such chaos. Like it, I, anyone could probably agree. It brings amazing opportunities, but it is such chaos. It's an ebb and a flow, but sense. Okay. So if you, what like in this, in this world, you get the call, you can go into any, you're in Miami right now, but you can go into any franchise where would you pop to and who would you pop off at? Like, is, who's pissing you off that's a housewife with a feud right now that you're like, I got to give them a piece of my, a piece of my pound cake. <laughs> oh, gosh. All of them would scare me if I popped off. I'm not, I, I need we'll to, defend like, you. We'll I defend need to you. exercise. I need to, like, warm up a little bit. <laughs> but if, if you had us as backup and your man will back you up, who, who at least would you be like, I want you to change your ways? Um, okay, wait, I will say who I would want on my side love to, that to stand up for me. I would love in a perfect world, Nene Leaks. I think she's awesome. Like I would want her on my team, my side, like, hey girl, like, can you stand up for me? Like she, gosh, is iconic. All, all of her little like comments, like it has all become like popular sayings now, which oh is cool. God. Totally, like pull totally. the shade up, pull the shade down. <laughs> and she was both like so good at like being uh, like getting at someone, but also being so funny doing it. And you're just like dying laughing. Yes. Yes. Okay. Wait, speaking of Real Housewives of Atlanta stars having something funny to say, 
I don't know if you saw the trailer for the upcoming season of The Traitors, Hannah Ann, but Phaedra Parks has something to say to your ex, Peter Weber, who's also starring on that show. She's like, this isn't The Bachelor, so I don't have to kiss your ass. So I, I just need like your reaction to Phaedra and Peter potentially feuding. No way. Did did she seriously say that? Yeah, yeah. it's so funny. <laughs> Can you imagine Phaedra oh Parks ever fighting? I would say Phaedra, go for it. <laughs> <laughs> what do you think of him joining the cast of The Traders? How do you think he'll do? Probably pretty well. I I heard that show is really, really popular. I'd never watched it, but I heard on Peacock, I think it was like the number one show on Peacock for a bit. Uh, I'm sure. I mean, I don't know like the dynamics of the show, but I mean, I probably pretty good and given the it, title. <laughs> yeah, it's a, it's a very fitting well. title. <laughs> and honestly, and Camera's on there too, right? Yeah, mm -hmm. I think I heard that on her podcast. Oh, and Larsa. Yeah, yeah. Wait, Larsa and Marcus are on it with him and with Tamara, Sheree, and Phaedra. So it's a lot of like Bravo Liberty energy there with with Peter. I, I hope he can keep up. Oh my God. Oh, wow. Wow. That's funny. That's really funny. I did not know that. Uh, well, if you haven't watched that yet on Peacock, have you watched any of the new Roni Ultimate Girls Trip? Roni? Uh, the Ultimate Legacy? Yes. Yeah. Yes, I have. Yes. Are I we have. loving? Yes. I think it definitely needed like a refresh. Yeah. It definitely, like, I feel like it's similar to like the Golden Bachelor. Like you always had like your hardcore fan base, but it just needed like something a new. Yeah, yes, and needed like a remix. Yeah, I, I really like it. I'm really enjoying it. Like Danny was, uh, we were chatting earlier and you made a really good point that like, um, it's, we don't have to, because like on some of the girls trips where they put like different housewives from different cities together, they have to get to know each other. It's like this housewife doesn't know who that housewife is, but with mm -hmm. just the Roni girls together, they already have that shared history. And so we don't really have to like get through the like treacherous conversations of like, who are you and why are you famous, et cetera, et cetera. So it's nice that they have that shared history. But moving forward, I don't think they can do the show with Ramona, given the controversy. So if we have to pluck Ramona out of the equation, are there any Roni legacy girls that we would like to add into the mix? Someone who isn't on this trip, maybe a Jill, maybe an Aviva, maybe an Alex McCord. Ooh. Yeah, I was about to say, yeah, if we're going way back. I I mean, Jill was on um, the, the girls trip. Mm -hmm. when they went to the Berkshires. Yes. So she's already kind of had her, I guess, moment of probably Alex. Cause I mean, I love it when housewives, when they bring someone back from like five, 10 years ago, like I'm really hoping they bring back Alexis to orange County. Like I love, I love that. I love that even more than bringing someone on new because you're already a little bit invested yes. in sort of their lives. And it's cool to see like where they are now. And oh, especially okay. Alexis's life right now with Shannon Bedorzak. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, that's that's another perfect situation, like bring her on. Plus, like, I think she's not married to the same husband anymore. Like, it's interesting to see, like, what all happened. Like, give us give us everything. <laughs> yeah, like, we want to catch up. And also, part of that everything would be just igniting <laughs> the crap out of Shannon. So I just I know that Alexis's presence, plus her new relationship with John Jansen would have Horace create some of the most delicious drama Orange County could probably ever 
imagine. And I am, I'm so ready for that. And I feel like Orange County is kind of like in its, like a new golden era, but, you know, bringing Oh, yeah. Tim back, that was such a smart move because she Oh, really for added sure. fun and spice to the franchise again. And there's just something really magical about the current cast, even with the new girl, Jen Pedronzi, I feel like she is a Yeah, good yeah. fit. And I would like to also see how she and Alexis get along because I wonder Alexis having gone through that tumultuous divorce with her ex-husband I wonder what she would think of the Ryan situation and all the rumors and the cheating and that kind of scenario so I wonder if she would become like an ally to Jen or if she would sort of join that portion of the cast that is like anti anti Ryan and he shouldn't be sending dick pics and stuff so yeah I, I say bring Alexis on give her her orange back she deserves it I mean if she's willing to facilitate this John Jansen relationship whether it's real or not she put in the work Yeah. and Oh, she for deserves sure. that Yes, I'm so excited because, you know, Shannon's ex, John, right? He was on the show for so many years. Like everyone's kind of already a little bit invested into his life. So I'm excited to see how all that plays out. You, It definitely needs like a newness of drama because I feel like the um, Jen situation, it was just like all, all about Jen's drama. It's like, how much can we like, really beat the girl down she's so sweet too like so sweet and it's and her so first new season yeah yeah she was like really like I really liked her a lot like she made a good housewife but she was also like very sweet and firm and confident like yeah I I, I would like to see more from her yeah that's a good point too I feel like new housewives come on and they don't necessarily lean into their sweet sides or maybe they're just like not genuinely not sweet people but we haven't seen a formidable housewife join the franchise in a long time who is a naturally sweet person and just having experienced her in real life she taught me yoga at her yoga studio she is just like No a way. yeah it was really cool she is just like a very kind person which is probably why ryan has gotten away with so much now that Right. i, now that I think about it Right. <laughs> um but i love that uh orange county is sort of in this this new golden era and you briefly speaking of golden you briefly mentioned the golden bachelor what is your take on this Gary Turner expose drama situation. Apparently he's was dating, you know, quicker than he let on. Well, After Nick said the body wasn't cold. Nick Vial told us that. So, yeah, what are Oh, you thinking well, about it? if Nick's saying it, then it's true. I, I love Nick. Nick, Nick knows everything. I swear. <laughs> Yeah, Nick, he does. I, I, I love Nick because he's very honest. But he like puts a lot of thought into like what he says, which Yes. I can like appreciate, especially like being a public figure and doing his podcast. Like it's very like well thought out. You know, he's not just saying it just to say it, you know. Um, His words so are I really like. Yes. Sorry, I'm moving around. I was on my knees. <laughs> um, his words are very like well thought out Um, with in regards to like his drama. Oh, I just I've. you know, going off the show, there's like a lot of like articles written about you. And there's a lot of things being said, but I can go like, from just my own experience, like, there's not a lot of like truth to some of it, or it's been just like exaggerated, um, which can be frustrating, because you want like your whole side to be told, you know, but that's just like entertainment in general, like, when if if the truth was always truly told, like, how entertaining would that be? You know, so I would hope like regardless of whatever situation it is that like his side will be heard and that, you know, it's hard. it's hard yeah it's hard and it's like the thing where it's like you don't know what the truth is because there's all those different stories coming out but
I'm excited for a golden bachelorette to happen because I feel like it has to happen and it's going to be so fun. I saw that there's a there's a casting notice going around. So the golden bachelorette is happening. I do wonder if they're going to choose like if they're going to follow the same format and choose one of the contestants from oh, Gary. Yeah. I think so. You think so? Okay. Because I was mm-hmm. there was there was a part of me that was thinking like maybe they'll choose like a senior aged celebrity lady who wasn't on the show but oh, just yeah. would be fun to see hmm. in that role and. Now that I'm saying that out loud, I'm like, okay, but like, who would they choose? I don't know if I know a lot of like single Madonna. <laughs> I think, well, I think she has a 24 year old boyfriend. She that's true. Oh, she yeah. she does. She does. I yeah. Think oh, who's on Summer House? Right? She's dating the the yeah. boxer, right? Oh yeah, 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 yeah. The, the boxer from Summer House. She's dating him. Um, so I don't really know who they would choose, but yeah, I'm excited to see a golden bachelorette. I think that would be a lot of fun. And just the way that I loved sort of watching senior citizen ladies fight, I'm sure I will love watching a bunch of grandpas fight oh. in one room over one woman. It's just, it's so much fun. Yeah. You know, looking back on your bachelor experience, were you ever considered for the bachelorette and would you have taken it? Like, what was the your relationship with that whole situation? That whole... Um... No, there was never like conversations. Mm. Um, I'll I'll say that no, there was never any conversations. Um, it's such like a foggy time period because mm. I, you know, we broke up and then like a few weeks after that was after the final rose. Mm. Um, yeah, yeah, I think yeah, no, there was never any conversations, and I never brought it up either. I was kind, of, I was done. <laughs> like I'm okay, thank you. Well, I'm glad yeah. you didn't yeah. because. Now you have your fun European wedding. And I know we don't have too much time with you left, but I am now just wondering because you are a baker who loves to bake and who loves to bring you joy. Would you enjoy baking your own wedding cake? Or are you like, no, I want to just see it when it gets presented to me at the event. And are you doing a wedding cake? I just assumed that, but what's happening? Oh no, I want someone else doing it. <laughs> <laughs> Can you imagine it's like Hannah Ann, like in her wedding gown, like frosting the cake, like. <laughs> you're like yeah. what's the french or italian word for yeah for frosting <laughs> no but good question though no i would i want every i want it to be catered to on my wedding day i don't want to lift a finger yes as you <laughs> as you should be doing while you're celebrating what reality yeah. tv friends do you, are invited to the wedding or have you sent out your save the dates or invitations yet like who can we expect to see in europe possibly Oh yeah. So for our wedding party in Miami, um, a ton of my friends, like Amanda Stanton, Andy Dorfman, I went to her wedding this past summer, Andy, mm-hmm. with um, Amanda and Tasha Adams. We've wow. become really close. Uh, Victoria, Madison from my season, Kelsey. Like I keep in touch with like a lot of a lot of the girls. That's the best part of it, you know, is all of the friendships we've made. Cause we're all like, we all like we'll hang out and we forget we were on a show together. That's yeah. Awesome. Oh, that's yeah. So we're awesome. like, oh wait, remember when we got in that fight? We hated each other. <laughs> <laughs> your your season had such a good group of girls. Like I felt like everyone was a star on that season. Yeah, yeah. Everyone was everyone was actually really nice and great. You know, they everyone was really great. Oh, I love that. Okay, who would you rather give an invite to to your wedding, Kim Kardashian or Lady Gaga? <gasps> you could only invite one since they love you oh so much. Oh my gosh, this is a hard one. I I would have to say Kim Kardashian because I want I want to know what she looks like in person. 
Oh, okay. Oh, I, well, I can I can tell you, I, I have seen her in person and she is stunning. So she would, she would just yeah. look beautiful at the wedding. Okay, so you choose Kim Kardashian to come to the wedding. But now that you are in this wagdom with Taylor Swift, who would you rather invite, Taylor or Kim, if you could only choose one? Uh, oh, well, I mean, Taylor, so she could sing. Yeah. <laughs> That's true. You get a double. You're like, hey, girl, there, your seat's over there. Guitar's over there. Get and, to tuning. Yes. And then Kim can sit next to me and I can ask her like all the skincare tips and stuff. And you yes, know what I will say? I wonder if Taylor, she can go two ways with the gift. Either the most gorgeous like crystal thing of your life or like handmade socks. You know what I mean? Because she's so cute and nerdy mm -hmm. that way. So like you'll either be very surprised and delighted or touched in an interesting way. <laughs> no, no shade to her. I'm just, I think that could be her too, her, her lane for that. And then also, if if you have Taylor and Kim at your wedding, if you if you get them both at the wedding, you could facilitate peace between them. Can you? Look at that. Oh yeah, yeah. Uh, I don't want I you to have to do that. that to yourself on your wedding. <laughs> that's too much work for a bride on her wedding day. Too, <laughs> too much work. Yeah, You're making a mediate. <laughs> no, that's a reality show. It's like Hannah Ann facilitating peace between Kim Kardashian and Taylor Swift. Oh uh, my gosh! I'd watch you try. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> no, I I would need Nini there for yeah, some right. <laughs> exactly, exactly. Um, oh my god. Well, Hannah Ann, thank you so much for taking the time. It was so great to chat with you. Uh Danny and I are big fans and we love to see you shining and thriving and slaying, and we hope that you continue to do so in 2024. Well, thank you guys so much for having me. I could talk about reality stuff all day. <laughs> oh, oh my god. Well, we're gonna be bothering you to come back then. <laughs> yeah, of course. If you loved gossiping with us, and I know you do, then don't forget to subscribe to our podcast, Virtual Reality by Page Six. You can find us on Spotify, Apple, or wherever you get your podcasts. See you next week.